Manimal here. It's Monday, July 17th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to update the AL West standings, and then it's all Rangers. we got Rangers news and notes, we've got some box scores, and we're going to preview tonight with Tampa. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball, and we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier, and you can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier, that is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R, and you can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to swing by our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Oh, one word. Hey, and joining me this afternoon or sorry joining me this morning ecstatic as i am ecstatic yeah is about the rangers sweeping of the cleveland indians the 300 pound animal aka bull where can they find you on social media buddy and how are you doing well first i am i'm doing well um but uh you know the the rangers have made it much easier to enjoy uh, an early monday start time <laughs> Um, yeah. that's, uh, it was a fun weekend. I would say, uh, we did, we did already talk about Friday last, uh, uh, on Friday when we, when we did this last time, but Saturday and Sunday equally as fun as Friday. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, we got through the weekend, the long weekend of no podcasting. I know everybody's like, uh, on Friday when they get the, through the last podcast, they're like, Oh, now I don't get to talk to, to Manimal and Kevin about the podcast. For <laughs> I'm sure that's two what's days. Going on. I'm sure oh, it is. I mean, two like, long days. They got like two days of doing honeydews with no Rangers mm-hmm. podcasting, and I know mm-hmm. we're we're working we're working on that. You know, we're going to try and add more to the the podcast and down the road, so you have more content for Saturday afternoon honeydews. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Before you do that, you can go over to Twitter, find me on there, Manimal Bull, Instagram, Manimal 300, TikTok, and Facebook, Bull Pro. So whatever your favorite form of social media is, find me on there, and we'll, uh, we'll start talking about them Rangers. Yeah, and speaking about talking about them Rangers, we're going to go ahead and uh, skip the skip the around the league portion of this uh, of this t- of this episode, and we're going to jump straight into Rangers. The only real around the league we're going to talk about is that the Houston Astros did take two or three from the Los Angeles Angels, but the Rangers, as you probably know, did sweep the Cleveland Guardians, and the Rangers pick up a game uh, on yep. the Astros in the American League West. And 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 coming out of the All Star break, we still have not done an episode where the Rangers did not lead the American League West. No, no. Since as, the podcast started. As, as much as everybody thought uh, limping into the uh, All-Star break that um, that w- today we would probably be talking about the Rangers falling from first place, but no, they have, uh, mm-hmm. they, they have uh, put even a little bit more distance between themselves mm-hmm. and everyone, everyone in the division. Mm. Because yeah, uh, everyone. everybody lost, everybody lost ground to the Rangers this weekend. Uh, and you know the Rangers were playing a pretty hot Cleveland Guardians team 
who uh, I was assured had the best bullpen in baseball. And that's what the Rangers and, tore up. Uh, the Rangers might have put some runs on that earned run average yeah. down there in the bullpen for the for the Indians. But uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Guardians. Come on, Dave Valley. Guardians. Dave yeah, Valley. no, Dave Valley. Poor Dave Valley. <laughs> All weekend. <laughs> uh, not only not only that, but he had to like put up with Mike Bassick for like three innings. Gosh, that was probably awful. <laughs> but anyways, uh, um, yeah, the, everybody. He's, he's, he's tough. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I was listening to a radio show one morning on my uh, on my normal Saturday afternoon routine, and uh, he said some things that probably should have got him never hired anywhere ever again. But luckily for him, he has a job, so you know, mm-hmm. go. You know, he was a former ball player, so maybe he gets away yeah. for with a few things. But his comments on San Antonio that morning were not okay. Uh, but but anyways, I mean, they did just beat the Mavericks, so maybe he got a little bit of benefit of the doubt. But uh, there is there is no excuse for anyone that's in the public light to say that what he said, and I will not be repeating it. If you want to look it up, uh, I'm sure it's on the unticket. Whew. Well, so yes, the Rangers, Dave Valley go in, Guardians, Dave, Guardi- Dave Valley Guardians, um, moving. Right into Rangers news, let's talk about just some uh, roster things going around. Um, Josh Spores is going to the IL, and, and I, I can't believe I, I dropped the screen already of what, what it was King. about. Oh, oh he had Josh, uh, Josh bi- Spores biceps. biceps tendonitis. Yeah, so mm. he probably is going to need 15 days, and uh, I think this is kind of like uh, somewhere in between uh, like – an injury and dead arm, you know, like, mm. like, we I know, found like, a diagnosis? yeah, like, uh, maybe not though. I'm, I'm sure it's not, but I feel like uh, maybe Sporzy was a little overworked in the months of May and June, whenever the Rangers really didn't have a whole lot of options on the winning side of that bullpen. And they were trying to get uh, from the sixth to the ninth inning with Josh mm. Spores almost every <laughs> night. So uh, I, I can see where Spores, you could see he was starting to get hit a little bit and the, the whip and the, um, the arm side run that he was get, uh, that he was getting wasn't really there and he wasn't getting uh, his fastball uh, away from left-handed batters and it wasn't running in on right-handed batters. So uh, you could see that that was happening. So you could tell there was something a little bit wrong with him right there before the All-Star break. He was trying to probably pitch through it because he knew the situation as well as everybody else and he knew that he was getting guys out and they were relying on him and you don't want to say anything until you really have to and i think when you become not effective anymore you've got to say hey look uh, yeah i might be getting a little overworked and i could use a day or a week or in this case probably two weeks yeah and you just you could tell like his command wasn't quite there um yeah. I, I hadn't even thought about injury but but yeah, you could tell he was struggling a little bit with command, and kind of like you were saying, he was leaving the ball out there over the plate, and that yeah, wasn't it, something he had had an issue with really since he kind of started. We call it a hot streak there. Uh, what didn't he like come back off of? Uh, he had what fifteen and fifteen and two thirds scoreless. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you know he was he was going well there, and I don't think you know you don't you don't want to. You don't want to do anything while you're going well. You don't want to go on the DL. You don't want to do any, you know, you don't want to get away from, you know, he knows he's going as well as everybody else. But at the same time, you don't want to have an injury come out of this to where 
you lose Forsey for a little while because, I mean, he's still a very viable piece in that bullpen. And, you know, I mean, we found out over the course of these last several months why Josh Spores was so important to be on the sporting man through the winter. Yeah, yeah. And and now coming up to replace him, John King. Yeah, John King's on the on the uh the tilt a whirl or the Ferris wheel or the whatever you want to call it where he just is he's up and down and up and down and every time somebody gets healthy he goes down and every time somebody gets hurt he's probably the guy coming up. Um that could change in the next couple of weeks, because if uh, if Alex Spees keeps dominating at uh, AAA with just fastball cutter, they're going to start letting him throw sliders at some point, and nobody's going to have a chance. Mm. Mm. And, yeah. and uh, Mark Church, too. They're both firing the ball well right now at uh, mm. AAA, and both those dudes have out pitches that could play in the big leagues. So it could make the, you know, the, the work a little easier finding people in the, at the trade deadline and not having to, you know, send away for people, you know, they may have some guys here that can help. Yeah. And another guy that's back at triple a, a guy that's on the 40 man roster. So this, this could be another one of these guys you're talking about. Zach Kent looks like yeah. he's back. Yeah. He's back and he's going to, uh, he was on, uh, is at the complex throwing a rehab. So, um, at some point he's going to be back to AAA, And I mean, I don't know that he's immediate help for the big league club, but you know, that depth that we talk about in the rotation and, you know, like, cause I'm pretty sure, you know, even with the way Cody Bradford started at triple a, if, uh, Zach Kent had been healthy, he probably would yeah. be getting these looks that Cody mm-hmm. Bradford's getting right now, because he was, he was kind of doing that same thing that Bradford did early in the season last year. So, you know, uh, but an oblique injury and a a late start to the season and all of that kind of kept um, uh, Zach Kent from making the impact that we were hoping that he would make uh, when they put him on the 40, man. But, uh, you know, now the team could use some help. And, you know, so hopefully he can get to Triple H. Triple H. (laughs) That's your your fault, too, because of that (laughs) Donald Trump Triple H Anyways, uh, the comparison you made earlier that morphed, morphed my warped my brain, dude. I can't even. I couldn't even like start with that thing. And I'll tell you how right you are in a little while. But first podcast. Um, but you know at AAA, and uh, you know so we'll be we'll be seeing him uh, in the Round Rock Express lineup or pitching rotation probably real quick. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that's about as close as it gets to politics for down on the farm with the boys Absolutely. making Triple H, Donald Trump, Triple H comparisons. But hey, one more thing, a little bit of controversy, but uh, uh, wouldn't be we wouldn't be I wouldn't be I me mean, I guess if I wasn't bringing up something somewhat controversial. But you know, I remember there was a time when Will Smith was gave up that big uh, gave up that big save uh, against the Astros, and I said, hey, is is this is this is is his job up for up for grabs? And oh no, 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 no. But this weekend, two guys closed games out for the Texas Rangers. Well, and, uh, one yeah, of those guys and, was Aroldis Chapman. Yeah, and uh, I don't think that Will Smith at any point has lost his job. I think what no. happened 
uh, over the weekend was they were in a position on Friday where they used Chapman. Things got out of hand, so they didn't need to use Will Smith. And then Saturday when they got into the late innings and, you know, mm-hmm. Bochy got to a point where he doesn't, you know, I ain't letting none of these kids ruin this thing for me tonight. Uh, he went and got his, his veteran lefty because he knew he had some inning. He hadn't thrown in a while. And, uh, you know, he, he had some outs to get for him. And, and Chapman only had one out from pitching mm-hmm. the day before. So tomorrow for sure. We know Will Smith probably won't be available. Or tonight, in tonight's game, Will Smith probably won't be available. Mm, yeah, and, and I, I did see a little a little article there somewhere. I don't remember where. Um, about, you know, they were interviewing Will Smith and he was okay with the co-closer role. It's kind of uh, yeah, funny yeah. that you would even ask that because the guy didn't wasn't even sure where he was going to pitch this year. Wasn't sure if, if he <laughs> yeah. was going to pitch now, this year. He, I mean, obviously – you know, and like, yeah, he wasn't, when you're available, you know, the couple of days leading into spring training or the couple of days going into spring training, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you don't even know if you're going to pitch. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, so, so to get a to major a league, to get a major league contract from a team that's, that's trending upwards is a, is probably the best thing that happened to him. So now he's just happy. I mean, remember we talked about a couple of weeks ago in Tampa when they were, when they were kind of in a lull, he was throwing out hundreds down the the uh, third baseline to the bat boys to make diving catches for him. And he's running off the hill last night or the other night when Corey Seager hits that home run, trying to make a play on it. He he seems like, and, and uh, you ever, uh, you ever like walk away from your TV and you come back and they're like asking baseball qu- players qu- or like Rangers questions on the uh, Ranger insider. Mm-hmm. And and they're like, which guy has the best chance of being a stand-up comedian afterwards? And it's Will Smith, and uh, you know, like so. It, it's like you know, like you think of Will, like when I think of Will Smith as the, like who he is right now. I think of this guy as like I'm happy to be here. I'm producing. My slider is damn near unhittable right now. So I'm gonna go out and throw and throw and throw until it's gone. And yep. and I mean, and it, it it looks pretty strong right now. I mean. Uh, yep. Will Smith might be the type of guy that gets him two years on the back end of this if everything keeps going the way it's going. Yeah, and he's going to – I think you're right. I think he gets a chance with this team next year no matter what um, just because he's been so important. And like I said, I think he's just happy to have a job. And, uh, you know, the Rangers, to me, what, what this, this, this series truly felt like a playoff series in terms of the way that Bruce Bochy was managing – you could just tell that there was no, there was no like it would be cool ifs. There was no like let's try this out. It was one hundred percent. We're gonna go out and we're gonna we're gonna show everybody like, hey, we're serious in the second half. And like you said, when he had a high leverage situation, he went to the guy he trusted the most, and that was Will Smith. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and and in a way, Chapman probably got that save just kind of because well, he was the he was the next most obvious guy in that situation and none of us care who closes games all we care is no. that they get closed and and like will smith said i just want to win ball games yep yeah and that's well, and whether that's the answer you know i mean what do you want will smith in the middle of the season to go home and feel sorry for himself i mean he's got to no. get on the road and they got to play tampa bay on, on tonight through wednesday and 
uh, you know, the, then the Dodgers come to down. So there's, it's no time to feel sorry for yourself. And, and I would never think of Will Smith as that type of guy because he was right back out there tonight you know, or today, yesterday, burying dudes with, with sliders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, speaking of burying guys, uh, July 28th, I think, uh, I think Damo is going to be looking to bury a big Camacho, Angel Camacho in his first title defense. Yeah. Big Damo. Uh, he's been, he's been, uh, we were just talking about trending upwards. Well, uh, speaking of guys that are trending upward, big demo is trending upwards and he's got probably just as tough a match as if not tougher than last month or a couple of months ago with Brett McKenzie for that, for that title. So, um, you know, Damo's going to have to bring his a game to beat, uh, Angel Camacho, just like, Brick Savage is going to have to bring his A game to beat Justin James, and I'm going to have to bring my A game to beat Avon Axel. But yeah, that's not yeah, the biggest fight. Oh, though the wrestling matches might be big fights. And don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, Angel Camacho and Damo is going to have a big fight feel. <clears throat> but the biggest fight is going to be in the back parking lot, oh. because we're going to have the matchup of the hot dog. Oh, this yeah. Is the hamburger. Oh. And you're going to have to go out back yourself and you're going to have to go to Kelly's Onion Burgers for a hamburger and the big hot dog for a, for a hot dog. Or I'm sorry, mm. not the big hot dog, but big dogs. The big, big dogs. Big dogs, yes. Yeah. Um, but you'll have to go out back. You'll have to get one of each. And you'll have to try them out. And you'll have to tell us as wrestlers who the real champion is, hamburgers or hot dogs. But we, we're excited to have Kelly's Onion Burgers. We're excited to have big dogs. And we're excited to have some competition, uh, not just between the wrestlers, but also the, uh, the food trucks behind out back. So, But there'll be plenty of food for everybody, and everybody come get as much food as you want. And yeah, don't forget – really... oh. Oh, oh, I was going to say, don't forget after you eat – your hamburger, your hot dog, mm. make sure, get inside and get you some ice cream from the Starry Ice Cream Lady. They are delicious. Some of the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. It's right up there with uh, something you buy at Sprouts that's completely at 100% organic. Yeah, delicious, melt in your mouth, not because it's cold, because it's absolutely delicious. Um, and, well, uh, and you can't forget that... Uh, no. before, 21 years old, you mm. tell those guys back in Martin House that you're 21 years old, they'll give you one of their raspberry mounts or uh, Pilsners or soda waters or whatever they got back there. They've got probably got some Bloody Mary house-made mix. Man, they, they got it all. All the crazy beers. Our boys at Martin House, you can tell, prove to them that you're 21 years old, they'll give you beer all night for free. But don't forget to drink responsibly because you mm-hmm. want to get home safe and alive. And if you do indulge a little bit too much, you can always hit up our boy Kevin right here yep. and he'll get you an Uber. He won't will, take you I home. Will. He no. will get you an Uber. But don't yeah, expect it, you don't home. don't expect a ride. I I, I might have went a little over the line <laughs> the last time and started <laughs> handing out rides for Kevin, but he is not he's not going to give anybody a ride home. Uh, unless it's really, really desperate. But anyway, I'll get you an Uber, but don't overindulge. 
Be at the Southside Ballroom, Friday, July 28th, 7 p.m. Show starts about 7.30-ish, so make sure and be there in your seat by 7.30 if you want to see the best wrestling show in Dallas-Fort Worth today. Well, speaking of the best in Dallas-Fort Worth, the Texas Rangers are the best baseball team in Dallas-Fort Worth right now. And they That's true. hosted, yeah, they, they hosted their best team right now uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth. But they hosted the Cleveland Guardians over the weekend. Also true. Yes, game two of this three-game series uh, was on Saturday afternoon at 3.05. And it was a tight one all the way through. And these are the kind of games that uh, purists love. Uh, and then your everyday fair weather fan hate, but we're, uh, we're, 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 we like it. We like it all here at Texas Rangers with the boys and the Rangers take a, uh, take a two zip win against the Cleveland guardians. Not a lot happening in that game, but, but Andrew Heaney, I think was probably the story of the game for me because seeing him bounce back like that was, was huge for the Rangers and, and going down the stretch with all the pitching that we're going to, we're going to need all the pitching we can get seeing that kind of performance from him. Uh, was really, really exciting. Well, and the Rangers definitely needed a shot in the arm from Andrew Heaney uh, um, this this weekend because they, they are looking – I mean, a lot of Ranger fans right now are looking at the weekend and going, oh, Heaney and Perez behind Gray. And mm-hmm. I think – I mean, I think that's kind of fair. You know, I think it's kind of fair that right now that people are, like, looking at Perez and looking at Heaney and going, come on, y'all. Do, you know, they're, like, poking him with a stick. Like, do something, you know. Like, mm-hmm. be be this guy that we're paying you know, $20 million to in Perez's case and, and $16 million in Heaney's case. And But I think Heaney on, on, on Saturday afternoon was that pitcher that we kind of wanted to see. He never – he danced in and out of, you know, he gave maybe gave up a hit in every inning, but he danced around it no problem, got the next guy pretty easily. And then, you know, found himself in a little bit of trouble in the sixth, but uh, Bochi was right there to, you know, get take care of him and not let him get out there and, and you know, get exposed and, and give up a couple of runs and let that thing get tied right back up. And um, um, Grant uh, Anderson comes in there right there, and he gets a, a really nice double play. Uh, yeah, really Short nice leash double for Grant Anderson, yeah. yeah, I thought, I thought, you know, it was the really what I think got him pulled out of that game was not covering first base. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I, I think that, that was, really was interesting. Yeah, it was very bonehead on his part, and it really, I mean, it was in a big situation, and you know, I don't think, I don't think Bochi was in any mood to play with, you know being a, a dip right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I no, don't know. I, no, I totally get it. And like, you were just saying, I mean, they're, they're, they're he's managing this thing. Like it's a, a playoff game and he wants this two nothing win because, you know, he saw the bats slow down just like we all did. I mean, because they were getting to Gavin Williams early. He, yeah. he was struggling. They, they were, they had him laboring early in the game and, and then he kind of worked himself into a position where he, uh, he got himself out of that and got them five really good innings because in that first couple of innings, mm-hmm. I mean, he had thrown like 50 pitches in the first two innings. So for him to go out there and get them five and, you know, like, I mean, uh, I think Bochi saw that same thing and he was getting, you know, uh, Heaney had a short leash in the sixth. And then Anderson had a short leash in the seventh. 
And, uh, you know, I mean, you, when you look at what Will Smith and, and Aroldis Chapman did in the seventh, eighth, and ninth, I mean, that's mm-hmm. why there's a short leash on those other guys. Yeah. Because, I mean, Will Smith didn't give up anything, struck a couple of guys out. Chapman gave up a, a seeing eye single and struck a couple of guys out. But, like, I mean, that's like the kind of thing that you're expecting, you know, from from all the levers when you put them in, in a big situation. And, and if you're not going to get that for him, he's got to go to somebody who will right now. And, and I think we saw that with Grant Anderson. And Grant Anderson knows it. He knew that he made a mistake. Oh, he knew and, all the way. You could tell yeah, he, he, was, yeah. he was he was really upset about it. Mm-hmm. And and you know, Perez made that same mistake today. Yep, yep. Uh, and, you know, it, and it's probably something. It's probably something you're going to be, you know, for. It's probably something they're going to be getting an earful about. Um, from absolutely, the coach because, yeah. Because man, guys, hey, do y'all want these are the kind of things you have to do to 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 win a championship. That that's well, just, just the way it goes. And when you're getting a ground ball to the first baseman and Marcus Simeon's pulled way around, he can't cover second. You know, he can't cover first base and you can't expect him to be there. And Perez has got to be there on that. We'll talk about that later, but Grant Anderson, I mean, that's a routine ground ball that, uh, you know, I mean, that's got to be made. That play has got to be made. And I think that was really the reason right there why he was pulled, um, especially after he gave up a hit right after it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and he was like, I'm going to go to Will Smith. I'm going to get this thing out of here and we're going to get done. Yep. Um, so not a whole lot more to talk about. I mean, I guess obviously on the offensive side, the Ranger, you know, Marcus Simeon. I, I thought um, those first good... two innings were really good. Yeah, they were churning. I mean, it was like just doing what we got to do, um, do what we got to do to score. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't know how else to put it, but but, you know, baseball. Baseball sometimes, <clears throat> when everything's not working the way you want it to, becomes a game of attrition. You have to like, just whatever it takes, man. Take an extra base, you know, double play, but you still score the run. Like whatever it takes to get on the well, board in a game like that. And the Rangers did what it took. And they caught, you know, in that first inning, they, you know, Simeon had a good at bat. Seager had a, a big, a big double. Lowe had a good at bat where he fell behind 0-2 and, and forced himself into a walk. Adalis beats out a, a softly hit ground ball. And then Young hit something back up the middle that probably would have gotten through had it not hit the pitcher's glove and bounced mm-hmm. right to the shortstop for a ground ball double play. So a little bit of bad luck there um, mm-hmm. on that ball. And um, in the second, they had a couple of singles where uh, Heim and, and – uh, Jankowski had a couple of singles. They've got runners on first and first and third. And then Garver hits an absolute missile just right at somebody. <laughs> and yeah, then, he was hitting the ball hard. Anyways, go ahead. And then Jankowski steals second and Tavares takes a walk. And then um, they got that run on a Marcus Simeon uh, sacrifice fly. And then Seager walks and then then you know Nate Lowe strikes out but they had they got uh Gavin Williams up to about 50 pitches after those first two innings and uh so that was a real you know like it, it was the real beginnings of what we normally see them to us due to a starting pitcher and you got to just kind of tip your cap to Gavin Williams for not letting that be who he was that day and work himself through five innings and you know these young Indian pitchers the the Indian I'm sorry, guardian pitchers, you know, they got some good young players and they're, they're going to be good for a little while. And, uh, you know, but it's going to take a little bit for these guys to, 
to really come into their own and become uh, elite next level pitchers. I'll tell you what the the Cleveland Guardians need so that we're not calling them they need they need a, they need a mascot. Like we need to know what a I don't even know what a guardian is. Like like Well, you're the comic book guy. I figured yeah, well, that was well, hot guardians, right now. Well, Guardians with from the, what is it? Guardians of the Galaxy are like a group of guys and girls and animals and trees. Um so you're, you you need like a like something to land your well, doesn't Landry. Jacobs Field have a bunch of trees? So they got that. Okay. Well, they they need they need something to like <laughs> that we can that you can picture the guardian, you know, because it's just right now it's just a big C and there's no like there's no real like logo that's like significant. So I I think once they kind of figure, I mean, the Texas Rangers are no better. They don't have a, a like a like a cowboy or anything. Well, a horse, but, but right? The, the horse, I guess you know, but. Yeah, the goofy horse. But anyways, um, this is a horrible segue to our to our commercial for uh, our exclusive. Well, content, you know what the Rangers gonna... need to be doing here, real quick, and I'm going to segue this. They sure. need to be building up some some animals and mm. some trees and mm. a group of guys down there in the minor leagues for the Cleveland Indians, and then you could tell people about the minor leagues. Oh, exactly, because they definitely have a Wolfram down there. Wolfram. Uh, 100%. So uh, so if you like our show, you want more Rangers content, don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content, which is Down on the Farm with the Boys, where we cover all things in the Rangers farm system. Uh, news, box scores, transactions, call-ups, rumors, highlights, uh, breakdowns, lists, uh, draft results. We we do it all. Just for $1.99 a month, you can make our podcast your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. Don't forget to go our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, all one word. word. Oh, and subscribe today. Box score number two. Let's talk about this. Really, I would say, I would put this at the, at the like in the top 5% of Rangers victories this year thus far because of not just because it caused them to win, uh, to sweep a series at home coming out of a, of a rough stretch in the all-star break. There's that, but they also did something um, yesterday that they really haven't done all year long. And that was come back late in the ball game uh, to win one. I can't tell you how many times the rain every, it's almost like you feel like when the Rangers don't get like those extra two or three runs uh, late in the game to kind of bury a team. You're like, Oh, well, the Rangers got to come back. They haven't really done that all year, but um this was a different story yesterday. Well, and, you know, the two now two comebacks after what the sixth or seventh inning now or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and that and that happened on uh, Friday night. So Sunday, yep, no, night. no different. Um, this was one of those games that you're telling yourself in like the sixth or seventh inning after maybe after that Bradford home run and the uh, mm-hmm. what the top of the eighth, you're telling yourself, well, I mean, you take two or three, and that's what you're supposed yeah. to do, right? You know, like yep. you took two or three, and that's what you're supposed to do. And they got a little hard luck in um, in in game four. Uh, but I, you know, I honestly, I didn't think that Martin Perez was awful. I thought that he labored a lot, and I don't know what's kind of happened to his swing and miss stuff with the changeup. I don't know why he's not getting swing and misses, and why he's not getting as much weak contact on the ground. Um, 
And I thought, oh, man, you know, Bradford with the home run that he gave up. I kind of thought, like, after that guy had crushed the ball 800 feet Mm -hmm. right before that, I didn't think that, like, they were going to fool him going right back on the inside part of the plate right there. I think they probably should have went off speed right there. But you live and you learn. And, you know, Bradford, it ain't going to be the last home run that he gives up in the big leagues. But I thought he was good in his three innings. I, had, I thought he looked good. I, I thought yeah, he, he had good. He had four strikeouts, and that was kind of like the guy that uh, uh, in that afternoon game a couple of weeks ago when he had eight strikeouts. And uh, I thought he was on hitters quick, and uh, I thought he was fooling a lot of guys. And mm-hmm. then uh, – you know, but uh, they bailed him out in the in the bottom half of that inning, and uh, Will Smith he closed things out in the top half. Uh, he did give up a hit. Um, I thought he had a ground ball double play to finish the game, but apparently replay is only working when they want it to work. I don't know. I mean, I, it, he, was cle- right? he was clearly I mean, out. I mean, everybody was knew he was out. out. Like, I mean. Uh, you gotta, you gotta think that if you would have went over to the uh, other broadcast, they would have been like, "Yeah, it was, man, it was ball game," but yeah. uh, that was not the case. And um, you know, it was kind of scary there because Will Smith's got a, uh, he's got to face Jose Ramirez turned around to the right side, and um, but you know what I saw on the telecast yesterday, or maybe I saw it somewhere that. When Jose Ramirez hits as the DH or just plays DH, he hits like 150. Hmm. He, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not the same hitter when he DHs as he is when he plays third base. Hmm. And I mean, you know, that could change in, with a four for four when you play as much third base as that guy does during the season. But uh, yeah, he kind of, maybe he struggles a little bit you know, when he, ju- when he uh, you know, isn't engaged in the field. Yeah, but anyways, um, they got him in the ninth, and that's all that really mattered. Yeah, and, and I have something to bring up. And again, I, I wish I'd have been writing this down, but um, I, I don't know why I can't think of uh, Dave Valley's uh, partner on the broadcast. Dave Raymond. Dave Raymond. Okay, this has happened at least half a dozen times where Dave Raymond will say something that either the Rangers have done or haven't done. And then almost immediately afterwards, they'll either do what he said they haven't done or they won't do what he said they always do. It seems to happen all the time. And I want to say he 100% called this comeback. He, I mean, he even pulled up a stat or something like that. Like the one for 27. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, they they turn around and win it. And, and I mean, it's like he does it all the time. And he probably won't do it again for the rest of the year because I'm bringing it up and I'm going to probably start trying to like write these things Key down in on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, man, if you're a betting man, all I got to do, he's telling you exactly where to go bet. But uh, no, he, he kind of called the comeback here and it, it was just, man, this was a, th- at least just from the, just from kind of eyeballing it. I mean, this was a, we have to do this. I mean, it, Simeon and Seeger uh, worked tremendous walks there in that eighth inning. And and were able to get the get the wheels turning to where um, was it Stephen uh, Stephen whatever uh, mm-hmm. uh, Trevor Stephen for the uh, Indians who has been really really good all season and uh, you know doesn't really this doesn't happen to him very often no, but uh, no his ERA uh, went up like double yeah yeah. 
it doesn't ha- this doesn't happen to him very often, but uh, he was he was put in a position to where he had to throw strikes. And I think Nate Lowe is probably the best strike hitter on the on the Rangers uh, team because he he works all parts of the field and 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 maybe you know I might be saying that incorrectly because probably the best strike hitter on the team is Seager, but like Seager, probably yeah, yeah, yeah. every everything that goes along with hitting, it's always Seager, right, on this thing. But like <laughs> yeah. I, I think Nate Lowe does more with with bad strikes than than Seager does. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, because like, the pitch that he hit was out on the outside corner, but it was definitely a strike and he needed to do something with it and he and he and he raced it up the alley. And I thought that was a a really good piece of hitting for for Nate Lowe there, and then Garcia. Garcia is just a monster when there's runners in scoring position, and and I mean, I think he was just trying to get something up in the air, and then he just laced mm-hmm. something. Yeah, I mean, he blasted that thing. And then the young young needed that young <clears> kind <throat> of struggled this series, and I, I didn't think he had his best series of the uh, the the uh, the season. And I also and that wasn't even that really he was that having good a really a... rough day. Yeah, that wasn't even that good of a ball. Like, yeah, it's not like he just smashed in. that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they ju- he just he just kind of kind of uh, caught it on the end of the nose and got it. Whoa. Just found a hole, you know. And and that's sometimes that's all you have to do. But it, you just felt like like everybody just wanted that. Yeah, and they, they kind of st- needed it. Yeah, I think yeah. they kind of needed it. And uh, um, this was one of those rare days where they didn't get much from the uh, um, bottom half of the lineup, but. I mean that could it, it's it's nice to talk about Simeon and Seeger being the catalyst instead of Duran and Tavares, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we we need Jankowski. those days, yeah. We need those <laughs> days where Jankowski, Duran, Tavares, Grossman, those guys aren't the catalyst to to the big rallies. And it was you know Simeon and Seeger really put it together, and that was after Tavares had made it out. So you know, I mean, it was it was nice to see today, and I thought the Rangers. I mean. They they needed one like that, and then when they you know, and then be able to just go put Will Smith right on the mound right there and get that taken care of and be out the door instead of having to come back in the ninth and hit again and and just have you know the rest of the day off and and get prepared for the the Rays coming in today. Yeah, so that that's kind of the perfect segue to our next to the next segment. Rangers sweep the the Guardians. But it just does not – this is baseball. Like, it ain't going to get any easier because coming into town is the uh, best team in the American League record-wise. Well, and, and let's let's not make any bones about it. Tampa Bay is holding on by a damn thread right now, and they need these wins as bad as the Rangers need them because Baltimore is right on their heels. So, uh, you know, the Rangers can do the Orioles some favors and uh, – but it, it's not going to be easy. I mean, Shane McClanahan right off the bat tomorrow. Uh, and, I mean, he, he would have started the All-Star game had uh, he been healthy and wanting to pitch in that thing. But I think it was more important for him to be ready for his team for today or, you know, this game coming up today. Um, but, you know, Dane Dunning is no slouch, and he's going to go out there and he's going to throw that cutter and he's going to get outs and – uh, you know, I mean, I, I have uh, no doubts about that. And this is probably going to be uh, – runs are going to be at a premium this evening. And, uh, um, you know, I, I just, you know, ready to watch it and hopefully 
hopefully we can talk about a Rangers win tomorrow morning when we when we do the show. Yes, yeah. And and I I think this is just going to be a very heightened atmosphere for the team. Um I just think you're going to have the closest thing to playoff feel uh in that new stadium that we've had period. And which is good I'm, because it's I'm felt pumped. that way. I mean, I really thought like uh, opening day this year, you know, I really felt like it felt like that atmosphere after the first couple of innings were flat and they came back. But, you are you know, it's opening day. It's supposed to feel like that on opening day. It's supposed to be packed on opening day. It's supposed to feel like a big game. So that, you know, you throw that out. But then when we're going during the week and, you know, on a Wednesday afternoon or mm-hmm. a Wednesday afternoon or a Thursday afternoon or a Wednesday night or a Monday night, there's 36,000 people there in a, in a stadium that holds about 40. Yeah. You're starting to feel real good about like, like, okay, this is starting to happen every night, every team that comes in. It doesn't matter who it is. People want to, want to go to the ballpark. And, you know, I don't know. And you, you mentioned this one day when we were talking, you don't hear as much about the Rangers ballpark being kind of like a, um, like this. Oh, I hate going there because it's not, it doesn't feel like a, a baseball park. It feels like a mall and all that stuff. Well, I mean, like once Jerry broke the mold across the street, I mean, you've got to have stuff to keep up to, to make the casual want to go to your game. I mean, you got to have a speakeasy and you got to have some granny chairs, some granny rockers up on top that people can sit in and all that stuff. So, you know, I'm not going to harp on the stadium too much. I think it's a lot more fun with 38,000 people in it than it was with uh, 10 or whatever. Well, there's two reasons that that stadium is, is to me amazing, especially right now. Number one, playing playoff baseball always makes where you're playing feel a little bit better. And then number two, in a in a in one of the hottest summers we've had in Texas, uh, which is saying a lot because they're hot every summer. You miss these stadium, last couple, bro. Well, to have a stadium where you got you got air conditioning, it's indoors, you can control it. I mean, man, that's huge, it's, and it's a, it's an advantage that the for the Rangers. So, uh, like I was saying, there, if if you're complaining about the stadium right now, I don't, I don't, you know, like maybe maybe go. Uh, go move somewhere else. I don't know, man. Hey, the the char grill, the barn, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's it's rocking every night right now because the Rangers are a good baseball team. Have have we talked enough about that? I think we've probably talked enough about baseball tonight. We have definitely talked enough about baseball. So let's call it a night. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll catch up with you guys tomorrow and uh, give you the, the, uh, the rundown of that first game of this Tampa series. And uh, thanks, everybody. Don't forget to check us out on our uh, social media, TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And that is where you can subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys. We want to thank you for tuning in. We'll catch up with you guys tomorrow. This is Texas Rangers with the boys. We are signing out.